chapter 42, Hamshachayim Beis, page Ayin Aleph, 71. We are in the midst of, close to the beginning of discourse number 11. Which the Friedrich Rebbe categorizes as being the Techenas Cholas the content of the beginning of the discourse is Chochma Bina Ayin Viyesh. So to sum up where we are, after explaining the concept of Maila Mata, what we call spatial conceptual space, meaning the conceptual levels, which define the structure of existence. Remember, everything here is in a theory level because it's not, we're not talking about physical space, we're talking about conceptual space. Milo Mata, as he calls it, higher and lower degrees, which he defined, the Rabbi Rashab defined as being based on miut and ribui, meaning how much intensity energy there is and how little energy there is. And two, Kirov and Rikhuk, how close or how distant they are from the source. And that defines that defines what something is higher or something is lower. And the cl- an example has been using is Chachman Bina, which as I explained is both an example to understand structure of higher and lower, with Chachman being of a different personality, fundamental, essential, different personality than Bina. Chachman is like Ria, seeing, which is Tefas Mahus. It grasps the essence of something, whereas Bina is only the expression, only grasps the expression, the Metzius of something. But besides being an example, it also, in a microcosm, captures the two states of one being more of a Gilead Helen, revealing that which is divine, and the other is much more connected to the Yesh of existence, to the personality of existence. So understanding how Chachum Bina interact with each other in a way, microcosmic, is a way to understand how the divine interacts with um, existence. Except this is on a cognitive level, meaning how the human mind, which evolves from the cosmic mind, the divine mind, in Atsilas, works. So chapter 41 essentially was the theme was the question that he asked. That we say that Chachma Bina fundamentally different, that was what was discussed in previous chapters. So Amna Madayin Sarkhlov, we still have to understand. And then the day Chachma is it's cognitive. Chachma is not faith. Chachma is not rotsen, desire, keser, that's beyond the structure. It's also part of the cognitive skills. Especially the lower levels of Chachma, where we grasp the idea, he said Yusayidaba and so on, so that makes it much more similar to uh, to Bina, to comprehension. How then can we say that Chachma is not just Bina is not just diminished Chachma. Bina is not just diminished energy. Chachma is of a of different personality. As we discussed earlier, it's not that the, 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 the abundance and the, the, and the lack of energy is a result, not a cause, a result of the fundamental difference between Chachma and Bina. So since Chachma is a cognitive skill like Bina is, how can we say it's fundamentally higher? So first, a simple explanation he wanted to say, that you could say that maybe he's talking about, that we're talking about the, that, um, that, um, that this is talking about a diminished, thing, diminished dimension in Chachm itself. Like we discussed earlier, in order for the teacher 
to apply himself to the student, so within the teacher, within Chachma itself, you need to have a diminished form of energy. Whereas Chachma on its own, however, is beyond. But, he did not, but, but the Rebbe Shab did not accept that answer. He says, Because because it's not just a diminishment. It goes into Bina, there's a fundamental change, shift, like a paradigm shift. And you cannot say, this is the rule that he applied in Pedro Gamal, if you can't say something, an entity can, in, within its own self, shift from one personality to another. In other words, the definition of structure is that a thing cannot change personality. He's made that clear at the top of the page, Ayin Aleph. It's an b- important concept because it adds a very critical element here, and that is, you cannot say that one level, it says, that in its individual levels there should be a fundamental paradigm shift from one state to another. So you can say that a personality can get diminished. Let's say a teacher can communicate an idea and manifest it, malbish it in the examples, bring it down to diminished energy, diminished, diminished, but all within the same concept. To suddenly shift over to a completely different type of paradigm, you can't say on the same level. And therefore... You cannot just answer that Bina is just diminished Chachme. You have to say they have fundamentally different personalities. And so he answered the question, beginning to answer the question, that the Chachme Bina now is introducing the words Ayin and Yesh. That Chachme is fundamentally a level of Ayin, which is a state of lack of substance, substanceless. And Bina is Yesh, substance. That was ever been Ayn Vyesh, and explain the difference between Ayn and Yesh and Ilva'ol. Ilva'ol has a certain proportionate connection between the, the cause and the effect. We spoke about earlier about two types of Ilva'ol, but they both have a connection at the end of the day. Whereas in Yesh Mayan, an Ilva'ol is through the revelation of a higher level, diminished, it becomes a cause, becomes an effect. But Yesh Mayan Adarabi says, for something to come from out of so-called a new entity comes from the concealment of the higher entity. And in that context, in that sense, um, Chachma, therefore, is infinitely distant in a way from Bina, fundamentally different. How do you explain that? So the answer is, even though you say Bina comes is in the comprehension within Chachma, and Chachma is understood through Bina, the answer is, they have to say that the Chachma, the way we comprehend something, the way we grasp something, they basically what radiates there is a sense of, of awe, a sense of subtlety that comes from the source. So he's introducing here, the end of chapter I now, Mem Aleph, chapter 41, he's introducing that, um, that there's a certain sense of awareness in Chachma that Bina never ha- does not have. So even though Bina comprehends the concept, but the, the primary aspect that, that dominates in Chachma is the ayin of it, which is that something that is beyond the comprehension. Chachma senses there's something beyond comprehension. Bina does not. 
And that becomes the primary driving force of what Chacham is about. That's, 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 what, that's, that's not what it is. No, Chachma senses. That he's beyond. Chachma senses on that. Himself. That Seichel yeah, in general, yeah. He calls himself Ayin. Bina doesn't at all relate to that. That's why it's called Ayin. Okay. Yeah, because Bina doesn't relate to it. Ayin doesn't. Did you read it inside or you're saying your own theory now? No, this is what we. Really? What does it say? That in the Chachma, his mayor radiates the etzim of the Sikhli. The essence of the Sikhli radiates there. That can't come down to comprehension. Says in the summary as well, Mitzvah Shagam ben Kudzal Meir Etzem Hasichli Shalemayla Mahasoga. Chachma there radiates something that's higher than comprehension. Bina can only relate to the comprehension part, the concept of the, the logic part, but the part of but no, but part of Chachma that is higher than Seichel, which is the main part of Chachma, Bina doesn't relate to. Right. Okay, but Chachma does relate to it. Right. So Chachma is fundamentally a state of Ayin, right. of higher than substance. So, but not to himself, to, to Bina. No, right. to himself also. That's the whole point. Okay. That's why it's only a. That's why it's only a spark. It's not a comprehension. Chachma doesn't have comprehension. What would be if we only had Chachma and no Bina? Tell me. We wouldn't have any understanding of anything. Yeah, but we're lower. We're, we're no, no, no. I'm talking about from the Chachma level. Who's, who's okay. Okay. What, what is Chachma without Bina? Chachma. He says Chachma can be. He said earlier that Chachma cannot be understood without Bina. He says here. So Chachman its own doesn't have a problem with a state of awe. A state of like, you know, being like in the bridge between where the, the unconscious meets the conscious. Chachman is at that little place where the unconscious meets the conscious. It's fine. From Chachman's point of view, that's its state. It doesn't need... It, ayin is, it's comfortable with Ayin, basically. That's the point. We'll learn later that Chachman is Ayin Temotzeh. Chachman is also... Compared to its source, source is also ayin. Okay. Bina, however, its whole nature, its personality is I understand, I comprehend. So the, the idea that which is beyond the comprehension part, Bina cannot relate to. That's, so it's really not a contradiction. Huh? Fine. So chapter Membez now. He's continuing the discussion here. So chapter 42, the bottom of page I now of 71. Om nom. Nida v'nir However, it's qualifying now something. Neither we can sense v'nirgish and feel. Neither we can sense, we can see v'nirgish and sense. They both sense. Neither is more we can see and sense. We can relate to, we can... Omnam neither v'nirgish adover, we can sense adover, this thing, it's an interesting expression, neither v'nirgish adover. We can sense this reality. It's going now further. That this, the sikhli of Chachma, the intelligence that we call cognitive, what he asked before the question, isn't Seichel, isn't, see the question was the Havamina, the consideration was that Chachma is cognitive. It's just a higher cognitive than Bina. He's moving the other way around. He's making Chachma less. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's making our chachma even more, less, less uh, state of intelligence. More of a state of beyond intelligence. Obviously leading to the point where chachma is like we're not, where, where the divine that's beyond intelligence meets intelligence. The first point where they meet. So you see, we work our way from the bottom up. We can't relate to that. By us, we reach the chachma, we don't know how to go further. I understand something. Okay, I understand. I should have a little bit. The beginning of wisdom requires some humility. That's the most that most intelligent people will reach. But no one's going to say that intelligence began in a place that was beyond intelligence, and that became intelligence, and then became... You know, once we think we're it, we think we're the center of the universe, and good, okay, fine, there's something behind the scenes. The truth is, as I explained with the analogy, the reservoir of water, the source of water is where it's at. We're only getting a drop after it comes through the pipes and the faucet. Don't convince yourself your drop of water is the essence of reality. It's one piece. It's essentially, really, if you think about it in contemporary terms, he's demolishing the worship of Seichel that the Enlightenment introduced which, and what science introduced, where science became God. Don't make it God. It's a piece of the puzzle. It's a drop, and a very powerful drop, that reflects something, but its real power is that it comes from something beyond intelligence itself. And you know, everyone's making this big fuss about the, booz- the Higgins, the Higgins uh, booz- boson. How do you pronounce it? Boson? Boson? Boson. The God particle. The truth is, people don't know that. The, re- the truth is they called it, they, without using an expletive, they said, what's the goddamn particle that we're looking for? And when the guy wrote the book, they took out the damn. So they called it the God particle. But they didn't mean to say the God particle. They meant to say like, okay. yeah, almost like a curse word. You know, where the hell is that particle? This week, this week has the thing that it's the anti-God particle. So what, what, what do you say about it? I still have to read about it. I, I don't. I'm not so it's from the Kalim. Everyone is. Uh, like they don't want to get to God. Um, first of all, that's right. I think when they introduced it, they said thank nature. That was as a joke. He said instead of saying thank God, he said thank nature. People laughed. I don't see how this particle makes is is really changes anything in the context of God. On the contrary, on the contrary, it, no, it's a critical component. But it seems to me is that it's a critical component in understanding, in, in in confirming what they call the standard atomic model. That's really what it is. The question was, what is what particle creates mass? In other words, the shaila is what keeps. What makes something stick together? Yeah, that's part. Of, uh, yeah, I, every development, from my point of view, you're going to get closer. But you're only going to reach a point of chokhmah. You know, there's, uh, yesh can only reach yesh. You're going to need to, to have a jump to ayin is going to require a step that doesn't necessarily come purely from a. I think it's still scientific because it's from my point of view to tell you that logic leads to a place that created logic is very scientific from my 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 point of view. Because why? Why is it logical? You know, at the end of the day, why is why is the science? Why is the universe a logical universe? No scientist can answer that question. They call it the entropic principle. And they have all kinds of different theories, but no one can understand why. It could have easily been an unlogical universe. It could have been a chaotic universe where there's nothing predictable. See, it's all based. That's an axiom, a muscadition that nobody really can understand. Why? Why do we assume that there's a logic behind it all? But even unpredictable is also with a logic. There's no just unpredictable like wild. It's not, unpredictable means it's not a it's a state of probability. But based on that, 
many scientific theories are developed and we have computers and we have technologies that are built on these non-predictable uh, realities. But it's not random. It's not ra unpredictable is not random. It means indeterministic. It's not defined. It's like born a state of potential. That doesn't mean that, that's not, that there's, no, there's no system there. That is also part of the system. It's not just complete... Uh, so that's a whole other story. The point I'm making here, however, that you could say that the Rebbe Rashab were doing this. The truth is he's looking for the interface between existence and beyond. And the mind clearly, Chachma is clearly the place of interface because Chachma is the Reishish Shistashlis. If you want to define where is God, where is the divine energy, that's Bligvul, manifest the first time in Gvul, the first sphere is Chachma. Keser, I'm not talking about Keser. Keser is more the will, the desire. It's also a sphere, but I'm talking about in Gili, whether it's or, the, or like we spoke, the three levels of the spheres in the vision, or after the tzimtzum or in Atzilus, but it's always Chachma is the first. So Chachma really, what he's going to, this is what we're traveling, is like going deeper into Chachma. So in the beginning, you can just say Chachma is the spark of an idea that's fleshed out in Bina. And clearly, he's developing the case here that Chachma is an entity of its own. And it's like you're saying, he's going even further. In the last chapter, he said, that that it's that in Chokhmah radiates the etzem hasichli, which is fundamentally higher than seichel, and bina cannot relate to that. That's why Chokhmah is called ayin bina yesh. Now he's going oman nirgiv nigushadover. It's interesting how he says it. He's like almost saying that api seichel. I mean, you say nirgiv nigushadover. He's not saying it says in Eitz Chaim or the Alter Rebbe said that Chokhmah is really higher than saying. He said nirgiv nigushadover. That when you really start thinking about Chokhmah. You have to logically conclude almost that it's the Chachma Be'etz The Chachma fundamentally is not really a comprehension, it's not really a cognitive tool. The Be'ikr Hu Inyan Hanocha Benefesh. He's introducing now a new concept, Hanocha Benefesh. That's what he's saying. No, Nirgish as Chachma is Hanocha. Let's read it. The Be'ikre. The Chachma Be'ikre, primarily. Is the Indian of Hanoche Benefesh. Now we're going to have to translate Hanoche Benefesh. He does translate in Yiddish, you right away see, that it requires a, a, some type of explanation. Hanoche Benefesh literally means Hanoche, means, like he says, Alegi Nefesh for Be'em Leitzach Dezach Hazeh. This can be, take a few hours to explain this parenthesis itself. Let's yeah. do it. Alegi Nefesh. In Yiddish, he's saying it in Yiddish. Anything in Yiddish, you can right away know that the Rebbe Rashab really wants to like bring it into. Uh, he wrote it. It's, he wrote it. It's not just what he said. He wrote those words. So it means he's trying to explain it in, you know, Yiddish for the Rebbe Rashab was like English for us. Those that it's a language that brings down a concept into, like the like Hill like uh, Gershon Ber Pahara said that my nefesh abam is versteht best Yiddish. He said that by yem yem echad laemer. He said ain't tog is ain't tog in emer. He says he says my nefesh abam is my animal soul understands better Yiddish. So sometimes when you have to speak to you, you have to speak your language. Like you curse at yourself in Russian, yeah. When you talk to yourself, you see, you start yelling at Yitzhak in Russian. <laughs> Everyone's got their language. So, what is Alegin Nefesh here? The word Hanocha. Let's start with the word Hanocha. Hanocha is actually the same word we used to use for Hanochas, Yamaniach, to place, to commit the paper. So we say that we heard the Rebbe's words and then put it on paper, it was called Hanocha. Which means you put it, it's an interesting word. Hanocha and Halocha is uh, Akira Vahanocha. In Shabbos, the laws of Shabbos, what makes something, Havodim and Shus, moving something from one 
property to another, say private property to public. So it requires not just moving it. If you move your hand out the door, it's not considered the hanochanava. Uh, you have to place hanocha means you have to place it, and avod and and akira means you have to lift it. You know, um, someone told me once that they were walking on Kingston Avenue. It was Friday night, late. They see Rabbi Mentlik standing and trembling, right before his house on the street. He saw the kutesichas on the floor. He didn't know what to do. Because on one hand, Shabbos, you know, he's a frumerit. On the other hand, a sicha from the Rebbe. He couldn't bring himself. So I said, what did he do? That they, he found some, you know, he actually, he moved it. But there's ways to do it. There's, uh, I think he found one of these tricks. It was right near his house. So it wasn't like so complicated. But there are, there are, I mean, there's all kinds of methods if you have to move something. Huh? Put it on a, on a pump, on a, on a hydrogen, because it's a So then it's not a real, it's not, it's not a real hanocha. Yeah. That's a So unless he holds it, <laughs> what happens if a person just stands and holds something? It's not considered alpidin akira. Now let's say he picked it up with rishalabim and he holds something. It doesn't walk. And and if he walks and doesn't put it down, and doesn't go into another rishus, he walks the. That's a, that's a different thing. That's more yeah. It's havara. If he walks non-stop. No, but he says four hours. But it's not mitzad akira v'anocha. That's mitzad. Okay. Well, he can stop. He can stop. Cannot pull it down. What? Even if he'll walk, let's say less than four hours, like two to hands somebody, he won't be able to pull it down. Right? Yeah, he gets handed to somebody, and the other person can hand it to another person. And right. All the way down. Yeah, yeah. To where? You can to the shusa yachid. So one person did akira, one person did anocha. Right. Then it's. Yeah, that's. Even even the rabbon, even the rabbonon, that's allowed. He's also navar and shusarabim. You can you can get several people to stand around and they'll make a shusi No, no, that's only blidas. That's what father does. Ah, they don't know about it. They should know about it. Okay, all this is to understand alegi nefesh. Okay, now I'm just going to say the word hanocha is hanocha means to place. That's what it technically means. But what does it mean in in uh, psychologically or cognitively speaking? What he's saying is alegi nefesh is a, a type of like. I don't want to use the word intuition because that's a different word. Because intu- to intuit something means you sense that something is going on. You know, you sense. Anoche is more of a leg. It's like that's just a, it's more of a sense. It's a sense that this is just correct. You may not be able to explain why. You just sense this is right. It's almost resonance. It would almost be a resonating element. I don't know if I can find a word. I mean, I'm sure there are words, and we'll put it out there. I hope somebody finds a good word. So. Actually, let's go on the, the we're going on the linguistic uh, search. Fine, I know I, I intentionally like to look for the word, and maybe there are there may be a word, there may be a combination of words. I would say right now what was lekter bamir that hanocha is a type of resonance, not through a process, not that after hearing let's say a lot of information something resonates, but a resonance that happens right at the outset. You know, like when the Rebbe Rashab told of Chaim Brisker, you know the famous story. I think I mentioned it where. There was that, um, the, the, the Haskalah wanted to, these different changes they wanted to make. One of them was to print a Siddur in German, German and Hebrew. That was their language. The German was the language of the Enlightenment. And, um, and there was a meeting, a Sifa, the Rabbanim in Russia, in Moscow, I think it was. The two main rabbis were Rabbi Chaim Brisker and the Rebbe Rashab. And they had veto power. They were basically the final say. So most rabbis said, you know, it's not maybe... We, we know their intentions, but it's not halachically permissible. You see, we have English Shadurim today. You could even have, you know, because the question whether to make only an English Shadurim without any Hebrew. 
That that's why we have English and Hebrew. But technically, you probably can make even an English siddur. Depends how you qualify it, etc. So, but the Rebbe Rachaim, Rabbi Chaim, came to Rabbi Chaim Brisker's vote to turn t- time to vote, and he turned to the Rebbe Rashab, wanted to see what the Rebbe Rashab would do. Rebbe Rashab thought for a moment, and then he said, "No, he's against it." So Prem said, if the Rebbe's against it, I'm also against it. Afterwards, in private, he says to the Rebbe, between you and me, we both know that Allah is all right. So, so the Rebbe Rashab said, I train my body that from the youngest age, when something is not right, not up Aruch, not, you know, my body just tightens up, I just feel inside of me something's wrong. I just felt something's wrong. You know. So Chaim later said to his students, that's why he deferred to the Rebbe Rashab, because he didn't have that, that type of uh, sense. Now this is not, not only Ruch HaKedosh, they didn't say that, they didn't say, I saw something happening, or I see the future, or my father told me. It means that there's a certain point where a person, I mean, I can't say this is exactly Anachah because you could say that comes from Faket, the opposite. After years of being trained a certain way, you could trust his instincts, his instinct. He's not saying instinct here. Nidah v'nirgish is more instinct. Hanukkah b'nefesh is not instinct. Hanukkah b'nefesh means a leg that you just sense that's how it is. I mean, let's read on to see what he, how he explains it. But I'm just trying to explain it. He says, a leg in nefesh. If you know Yiddish, you get it. Can you, any, any word that, I, that you could add to this, anybody? The Rebbe Rashab doesn't just say a leg in nefesh. He says, He just senses, he just feels, he just... He just but you see, the Hanukkah is not feel, it's not nirg, it's not hargoshe. Hanukkah is a leg. It's a seichel, it's, 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 you see, it's not faith. It's not, it's not faith. We're not talking about he's going by faith. You know, my amuna says, my seichel says one thing, my intelligence says one thing, my faith says another. It's, a, it's clearly an intellectual, um, almost determination that that's how it is. Now, you know, you could have a very negative Hanukkah. There are people, for example, that are convinced of something, and then just not open to hearing any argument. Here, obviously, he's talking about they're convinced of something, but 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 because for for the right purposes. Okay, that's. He goes on, and even though this is not the hanoch, this is not the 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 reality, the resonance that comes from seeing ha'skola. So even though he said before Chochmah, the highest levels, remember Zriya, he's not talking not he's not talking about Chochmah as being the highest levels of like you saw something. He's talking about Chochmah now as being a concept, the beginning of a concept. So he says it's not on the same level as when you see something. When you see something, there's a certain reality that resonates. You know that we said Hisamtus, you know certain truth that just speaks to you. Here it's Mitzad Haskola. So he's saying in Seichel itself, there's a level where it's, in the Seichel itself is a level of Hanukkah and not from comprehension. So in other words, there's almost like two, two ways that Seichel would work is what he's saying, intelligence. One way is someone makes a case for something. That's Bina. Begin to explain something, I don't know what yet, and you start making a case, you say, you know what, here's the reasons we should do something. And they explain it very well. One reason, another reason, another reason. And you're convinced. Then, then you're convinced. That came through Hasogya. Then there's Haskola, he's saying, that comes from a form of Hanukkah. It's not from comprehending and developing and, and analyzing. It's just a type of sense that this is the way it is. So then, what's the, then the question is, what's the Seichel in it? If it's Hanukkah, why are you calling it Seichel? 
Well, so what's the Vasichlisha Bazan? The intelligence within this is Hainu Mashashashaykh Lasoga, who begins a Chetzenis Levat. So he's saying actually the Seichel in it, any part of it that does have Seichel, which means that which is capable, possible to understand and comprehend, is only an external part. The primary thing of Chachmah is Hanoche. I, I have a few things to say. I just want to see how it's going to go here. My thinking right now is would be the example would be, like, you know, let's talk about, where, remember we discussed, it's very hard to talk about Chachmah without Bina. When you have an idea, let, let's, let's take an example. There's a problem on the table. We talk about the problem, let's say, between the secular and the religious in Israel. Okay? Or we talk about some technological problem. Or we talk about an issue here in uh, Crown Heights. I never said Crown Heights on the IM base because this is global. Or a problem in any community. Whether it's a personal problem, whether it's a psychological problem, a social issue, a, a frum issue, or so on. And people sit down and brainstorm. And then as, you, as someone suddenly comes up with an idea. You, know, not even if, you don't even have to say share the idea. Where's that idea come from? Not really easy to, to, to quantify where it came from. Right. So an idea falls into your head. So, right, and so an idea suddenly pops up. And at that moment, when you have the idea, I mean, obviously some ideas are cockamamie ideas and are worthless. We're not talking about those. But let's say out of 500 ideas, 100 ideas, one idea is really a solid one. And when you develop it, you find out at the end, that was a brilliant idea. Someone says, where'd you get the idea from? I said, I don't know, it just came to me. He gets a discussion, maybe it reminded me of something. Who knows? We can't really always identify. But that moment when the idea came, how would we define this moment? This, this aha moment, that moment. Which even the person who had the idea may not yet even know how powerful the idea is. Many times, many ideas, later, you appreciate it a lot later than, than at the time. What really is happening? Is this an intellectual thing that's happening, a cognitive thing, or not? So he's saying here, he's not talking about riyah. We're not talking about seeing something. I see something, like, you know, you're walking down the street, you see something, the seeing is believing. You see it, something, I'm not talking about seeing. You're talking about something that's coming into, it's a cognitive thing. So he's saying here that initially, we could say it's just, it's seichel, but it's somewhat, it's a little higher than comprehension. It's not yet developed seichel. What he's saying now is no. That it's, 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 a, it's hanoches, something that, that's what he says, nirv nirgish, that something from some place is telling you this is a solution. You have not yet fleshed it out. You can't even make a case for it, frankly, because it's not been developed yet. You just, you know. So I'm, again, I'm talking about a good idea. You could say, well, what about a bad idea? A bad idea, fine. A bad idea did not have. It's not a hanoch. You know, a bad idea. Is someone who has a bad mind, a, a rebbe, for example, has a hanoch. It's not going to be a bad one. Right. So, so hanoch means that it's the seichel shebazeh. The comprehension of it, the explanation of it, is really only an external part. That's already making a case. But where did it begin from? It began from a a flash, a certain, a certain resonating truth, and then you start developing it. That's what he's saying. The etzim of this idea is in the form of hanocha. That, that's how it resonates. I'm thinking of hanocha resonate. It's not the translation of hanocha, but it's definitely the meaning of hanocha. Hanocha means lektzach. But resonating is a very good word, because resonate means... You just sense something is right. And and then that's that. And that, that comes. So Chochmah, in other words, what is, remember, all this is coming to explain that Chochmah fundamentally is a different state of being than Bina. 
So fundamentally, it just it gets things. It's like it's a getter of things. It gets the truth. Chachma, that's where it radiates the truth of something. Okay. Hanukkah can relate to He says Hanukkah then, yeah, because because once, for example, let's say someone comes up with the idea, you say, you know what? Let's talk about it. You start developing it. He's saying the primary, the primary. He says the Ikah. Primarily, Ikre. The Ikah thing of Chochmah, he's adding now is that Chochmah has a new primary. He's finding Chochmah not just as the beginning of an, of, a, of an idea, but that's Hanukkah, that then is developed and so on. Let's see, let's continue. It's still Yeshmi Ayin. For sure, that's what makes it Ayin. That's what he's going to say, that's what makes it Ayin. That, 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 that he said already at the beginning of last, the end of the last chapter. That it's Ayin, we know. The question is, what make, why is it Ayin? He's explaining now, he's going further than just saying it's Ayin. Why is it not the Sifli of Chochmah like Sifli, basically, of Bina? That he answered already in the previous chapter. He said that Chochmah is a level of Ayin and Bina is a level of Yesh. And he explained Chochmah has the etzim. He says, Meir, etzim, etzim asichli. That's higher than hasoga. Now he's going further that the primary thing of Chochmah is this Hanoche and not the, the, the comprehension. is not its primary. And this is what we see. This is what we see that when a person struggles and exerts himself in any item, in any idea, that is not understood, that, that, that he doesn't understand. And when he comes to the depth and the inner dimension of this idea, and it falls into his mind that it's so and so. She's giving now an example how it plays itself out. I mean, I stated it, but he's saying it now specifically. So, so we be, you begin, here I told you, I mentioned a problem. There's some dilemma. Something ain't a moving lay. Something that he does not understand, not understood to him. So what happens? He starts struggling. But he comes to the Amikapimis and suddenly something falls into his head that should be so and so. This happens. You know, you have a dilemma. It could be a dilemma over a period of time. Then suddenly, then the Kudav Chachma falls into your head. So when it radiates, so Misyashu in your betev, he suddenly has a sense that this is it. I don't know if you've ever had such an epiphany, but an epiphany would be a type of like, you know, a dilemma, and then suddenly you come to a solution. It's almost like sometimes you have a dilemma, you don't even know how you're going to get out of it. And then you come to an answer, you know, something just falls in your mind, some type of like spark, like he says here again in Yiddish, he feels the correctness of it. He, 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 more than that, he like find, he feels the sense of the, the solution, the correctness of the solution, and that in the good, and also very good. It's a type of inner satisfaction, and and, and satisfaction of. Of, of suddenly discovering the solution to a problem, and it's only a spark at this point. Now, next step, and when he begins to then bring into into the, the definitive and detailed comprehension this Indian, this concept, how and what 
this thing is, you know, as he begins to flesh it out and break it down, it still does not necessarily, I'm sorry, it still does not necessarily um, um, resonate or Mashiachov is not internalized by him at all. In other words, once you take from the spark, when you had that suddenly, that epiphany, you sensed the truth in it. Once you brought it into Seichel and Hasogi, you began to explain it, then it doesn't, you don't have that same resonance. You don't have that same sense of truth. The reason why? Because once it came, because once it came into Bina, the Hanukkah that it had, that he had, that resonance that he had, in the beginning, earlier became concealed. He's basically proving the case. Because why, why should it be concealed? If you had an epiphany, and now you're fleshing it out, why in the fleshing out don't you have the same sense of resonance? Why doesn't it have that same type of like absolutely correctness? Because there's something here that's not logical. So if Bina was just an extension, an explanation of Chochmah, and Chochmah is just the beginning process of a spark that later is fleshed out in Bina, in comprehension, Bina should continue to basically flow like Ilavolo, cause and effect. It should continue to flow. That resonance you had in the idea should continue to, to, to extend and spill over into your comprehension. So he says no. Because there's something that happens in Chochmah that's not comprehension alone. It's a Hanukkah. Because that which in the beginning, initially, he came to the depth and the internal, the, the inner dimension of this concept was in the form of not seichel. It was a form of resonance. It was a form of seleitzach. That, that's how it settles in his mind. That's how he just relates. That's how he just um, connects to it. Hanukkah could also be like a connection. You connect to it. Connect to it. And it's not seichel alone. It's not intelligence alone. So you see what he's saying here? That's why Bina can go so far away from Chachma. Because it's not just you take an idea, like, you know, you, let's say you take a drop of water and then you spread it out. What you spread out is going to be exactly what was original water, just now spread out. You take a little flame and you make a big flame from it. It's not going to change personality. How? Why is Bina... Not able to relate to that type of resonance that Chochmah has, because Chochmah is not just Seichel. There's Hanukkah. There's something that Chochmah has that's coming from another place. That's not just purely the beginning flow of intelligence. This, in a way, is beginning to, you know, explaining already the interface side that Chochmah has in it something that's not pure Seichel. Again, I go back to what I said before. When a scientist or person of intelligence comes to a point where they realize that intelligence itself is rooted in something that's beyond intelligence, then you, then you start dealing with a real connection between science and faith, or science and reason. I'm sorry, and, and reason, and, uh, um, reason and, and the divine, etc., etc. Okay. What was felt there in Chochmah? There Nirgish, you felt the Atzmus HaMuskul. The essence of the idea, 
And because of the etzema muskel, the essence of the seichel, which clearly he's making the case here that it's not pure seichel, the essence of the seichel, that's what made him nasyashev. That's what caused him to, to, to cause it to be nasyashev, internalized or convinced, convinced that this is the resonating, convinced and resonate of this resonating truth. He's explaining it further. And afterwards, when he began to comprehend this idea, the essence of the seichel was concealed. He's not connecting it to what he said at the end of the last chapter. Last chapter, he brought into a picture that there's the etzim of a seichel, which is ayin chachma, and there's the spashtus of it, the extension of it as it's expressed in Bina. Now he's adding the hanocha concept. So he's saying that this hanocha, this, uh, this, this resonant element, when it comes now into comprehension, the essence of the seichel, of the idea, of the concept, is concealed. And what radiates, actually he's not even talking here, Bina, I'm sorry. He's talking about even in Chachma itself, the outer part of Chachma, what, 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 what we have now, Yeah, is only the, uh, the outer part of it, only the seichel, the intelligence part, the intelligent element of it. In other words, um, and maybe he'll explain this, but you think about it, let's talk about the scenario. What would be if Chachma didn't have a Hanukkah? So you could have an intelligent idea, you never know for sure it's correct. That sense of satisfaction, of epiphany, of resonance, of realization that something is correct, is that a logical thing, or is that beyond logic? Now it's clearly that he makes it clear. It's not, we're not talking about an emotional reaction. We're not talking about the feelings that are born from Seich, like he spoke earlier, that you get excited about it. That's already an emotion, that's a result. We're talking about, in the intelligence idea, that type of conviction, that you're convinced in your mind. I'm not talking about actionists, we're not talking about abstinence, we're not talking about subjective reasons, we're not talking about you're convinced for, for, for some ulterior motive. We're talking about pure intellectual conviction. Conviction. It's a good word here also. Where does that come from? So he's saying that comes from sensing the essence of the seichel that's beyond pure comprehension. So you both of us can both share an idea, and I can be convinced, and you're not. Not that you say it doesn't make sense. It makes sense to you. But you don't have quite the conviction that the, another person may have. What's lacking? Not saying that you won't get to it. So conviction is that type of thing. When the Rebbe Rashab said to Rebbe Chaim, that he's, this is how he sensed it, that it was a conviction. It was Hanukkah. He just knew that. He knew something was wrong. What? I can't explain what it is. Now, of course, as I said, many people are convinced of things that are not necessarily accurate. But the person who has a trained person, a person who you can trust, you know, just senses. I remember once, once talking to a doctor who was dealing with fertility matters. And I, I sent someone to see him. So he says he just senses something. So I said, based on what? He says, I can't tell you, just from my years of experience. So there, I don't know if it's Chachma, there you could say it's the opposite, it's the accumulation of knowledge, of experience. So you just have a certain, like, you know, you just, you know things that there's someone that doesn't have. It. But I could also see someone has an instinct, an intellectual instinct. Where, again, I'm not talking about pure intuition, intellectual instinct, where they have that, you know, some people just have a sense of something, and they know that's... Probably the, you can train yourself to get to double these channels. Yeah. yeah, but only after you know what these channels are like. The biggest training is Bittal. Well, as soon as you get yourself out of the way, you generally think, generally, a lot of channels open up. If you get too, if you're too addicted to getting the channels open, you know, I remember once a guy came to me, 
And uh, years ago, I was at a wedding. It was in Minnesota, and he said, "I heard that when you study Chassidus, it opens up channels and so on and so forth." And I saw he wanted it so much. I said, "It's not going to work for you, because you have to get yourself out of the way. It can't be. I'm going to learn it, and where my where are the results? You know, I want to have immediately. I want to see my channels opening, because you're not doing it for that purpose. The whole point of it. So, Bittl is one of the key things that Chachma has to move yourself aside, and then things enter." Okay, but in the seichel of it, when you talk about it, now the comprehension part, not the, there's not, you don't have that conviction. It's not misyashavadayin. It's not yet, you're not yet convinced. You're not yet internalized. It's not yet integrated to the point where you know, yeah, that's correct. Where you can say that's correct. Here we go. And the eitz is what's the eitz? What's the advice? To get to that type of conviction, is that he should bind himself, he should connect himself. Again, he should not He should bring himself closer. Literally, what it means, but is more than that. He should pay attention. He should um, say concentrate. But more than that, it's like it's like his kashras. Where you where you actually you you uh, what's the word I don't say surrender, but yet you commit to throne you commit you get to, to the to things el to the depth and the internal dimension of this concept as it was by him when he first had initial resonating dominion that he should feel more, not the seichel, not the logic of it, but the hanoche, the resonance of it. The leg from the minion. The inyan leg. This is very uh, powerful stuff here. He's basically giving an eitzah here. So in other words, when a person is two people that's having a discussion, they can be focusing on pure intelligence, like, you know, the mathematics of it, let's say. Mathematics, the mechanics. 2 plus 2 is 4. This makes sense. It doesn't make sense. And you know yourself, you can get into a whole discussion on that and miss the point. You can miss the point. Not that you're not, I'm not talking about you're not having a rational conversation, but you're, you're missing the, 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 the bottom line, the punchline, or the, 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 what's the, the thing that you get out of the whole picture. Right. So you could say, as you see this many times, especially people who are immature or less experienced, their minds work very well. But they, they lack of ability, they're certain, like say, like, so you challenge them and say, okay, so you're having this argument, my benaya, what difference does it make? It almost doesn't matter to them what difference does it make. But that's critical, to, I'm just giving you an example, that would help crystallize, let's, let's, get, let's get beyond that, let's get to what's the bottom line, what's the, you know, let's see what the litmus test of this idea is. I mean, I mean just giving you an example, he's not saying this exactly here. The point is, he's giving an etzah how to get back to that hanokha sikhlis when you've we're not feeling it. You're sensing more the seichel. The point here is that clearly, even in the world of intelligence that we worship so much as being objective knowledge, there's an element of, of conviction. There's an element of... I asked, they asked this guy, Higgs. He was there when they made the presentation. So they asked him, do you think this is what you were... He predicted the discovery of this particle. He didn't see it ever. He predicted, based on calculations, he predicted. So he had like a sense. He had a hanokha. Like, you know, it's going to be there. So he, they, he asked, they asked him, so he said, yeah, it's most likely it. You know, not that he's the final say, but there's something about a person, let's say, does research, and there's Leitzach, 
He says, I can't prove it. I'm not sure, but I just sense there's something there. When they asked Stephen Hawking about it, he, he made a bet saying that, they, that they'll never discover it. Bosom figured it out what? 80 years ago. They'll never discover this particle. Bosom did it 80 years ago. Let's put it this way. Elter Chizim would say, when they discovered Higgs Bosom, we already knew 4,000 years ago. And we're waiting for them to discover the real thing. So, the Gans of Elmacht Ruhaf or something that, you know, we have to see. I look at it like opportunity. People get people's attention. Maybe we can try to convince them that there's more to coming. You know, that's the bottom line. Love Dafka. Love Dafka. It's the old ego. I can't say it wouldn't, because if the Rebbe would sense that it was something that was leading, you know, uh, I, I could see the Rebbe using it as an opportunity to show that there's always more to know, like that. I don't know if this is per se. The Rebbe wrote, the Rebbe writes in a letter in Lamed Bey, they asked him why he doesn't make a big fuss about landing on the moon. Very interesting letter. No, you're you're into conspiracy theories. It's point that writes exact opposite. That writes anyone who knows science knows that in the beginning of the 20th century the theory was possible. It's just a matter of creating the equipment, the concept to to land on the moon. That said, if you want something revolutionary, look at quant. He writes about the theory of relativity, Einstein and quantum mechanics. He alludes to that. He says was something that was not predictable. That's like a real chiddush. So landing on the moon was just a matter of the concept was there. They didn't have yet the way to do it. So the Rebbe said, right, it's So therefore, it's not, you know, the Rebbe's not spoiled from a concept that was there. It's a matter of time. But, uh, but, uh, but certain ideas are completely radical. Well, look, you know, it is, in discussing this in detail, this to me is no question. This has a lot of implications. I'd love to compare this to how, you know, you have cognitive scientists and cognitive psychologists that that deal with the workings of the mind and so on. This is pretty mind-blowing stuff. There's nothing to talk about. How? Because he's dissecting now these this two elements in intelligence. So the eighth is to reconnect ourselves, to, re, to connect yourself again to the you should feel more this resonance, this conviction. The lake from the minion. I think conviction is a, is, is a good word. Leg, conviction. It's a leg tzagvamir. I have a conviction about it. I feel it's not, it's not just a theory. Now, you can have, a good example would be, like, say, as I said before, let's say you have two theories on the table. You could say, you know, I like this theory more, or this theory makes more sense to me. Does this, this still doesn't mean you're convinced. This theory, you bring me enough evidence, but then there comes a point of conviction where you're convinced. Again, I want to dispel, I'm not talking about someone who's convinced to the point of abstinence and then if he hears new facts, he's not going to change it. We're talking about a conviction that's coming from a very pure and powerful place. And this gives power. This empowers. Be'yesed, increasingly empowers the sikhli, the intelligence of by reconnecting, by revisiting, by to connect itself again back to that initial resonating truth that, we, that was the conviction element, this in turn gives power, increasing power, to the seichel of it, to the concept of the logic of it. He's adding a new point here. 
and it comes down into the expand the comprehension of Bina, to comprehend everything that you're capable of comprehending in this subject. So you have now another key key point here. Not just that you get a certain conviction, but your seichel becomes better as a result. So we said there's two path, there's two elements to seichel. There's the logic of it, like I said, the mathematics of it, the the, 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 the mechanics, the details. When you connect to the Hanukha, which is and then there's the conviction. The conviction then in turn empowers and gives more power to the seichel to come up with more ideas that will explain this idea. As it's known in the in the idea of Riya de Chachma, the, the vision of Chachma. That this radiates the essence of the subject that's higher than, completely than comprehension. Nevertheless, even though it's higher than comprehension, it in turn gives power, it increases additional power into the seichel, and the idea is that there should be an intensified flow Flows, flowings of of intelligence. So, in other words, it's not two separate worlds, where you you know you have a, a certain conviction and resonance, and then you have the intelligent part, the ideas. He's actually saying that even though the, one of them is higher than seichel, he's going back almost and showing that it's not completely outside of the realm of seichel, even though it's fundamentally something that's beyond logic, beyond reason, but in turn empowers reason. And when you have that, it opens up the channels. So let's say, for example, you're, 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 as I said, we had a problem, and you were trying to resolve it. Someone comes up with an idea. Okay. You start fleshing out the idea, you lose that sense of resonance. But if you connect to it again, what happens is, it starts opening up channels. You start thinking, because when you're convinced of something, it makes your mind work stronger to make a case for it. Again, I'm not talking about distorted case. We're talking about a legitimate case. That's what he's saying here. Like it says in Priyatz Chaim Abadarizal, This is brought in Kutatayr in many places. So the Chaim says, Priyatz Chaim brings an interesting thing. Priyatz Chaim is one of the works of that result. It's written by Rab Chaim Vital. Priyatz Chaim is more kavonis, like intentions of davening and mitzvahs and so on, as opposed to Eitzchayim, which is more like the cosmic order. Eitzchayim is like a scholar. Eitzchayim is a veid, if you want to put it that way. But a veid for Mekobolim. So he says that Rizal, once, once while he was sleeping, he took a nap on Shabbos, which is in the afternoon. He saw, in his vision, he saw a vision on the Pasha Bolak and Bilam which is actually last week's Pashim. What did he see? He saw something that would take 80 years to speak, to speak out. And even with 80 years, it doesn't say that, remember, that Rizal only lived till 37 and a half. So it obviously didn't have 80 years to talk about it. So saying that this type of thing he saw would take 80 years, if you had to explain it. He's saying, and even, even with 80 years, he could not reveal what he actually saw. Because seeing something 
is the essence of the entity, the essential personality of the entity that does not come into comprehension at all. Like I mentioned the example, go, go tell someone who's never seen colors what colors are. You can speak 80 years and it won't help. You can explain the feeling you have with colors. You can say blue makes you feel this way, red this way. Colors, combination, create beauty. You can give examples. But there's something the person who's never seen it can never get. But now he's going back. Remember, he wants to say not just separate, but it also, in, it, in, on the other hand, it empowers Seichel. I think is through seeing the essence of something. Also, the scholar, the intelligence of it, will be uh, expanded or expansive or uh, broadened out. And with and very deep. As he says in the bottom, two hundred and sixty-seven. So clearly, something there that we have to look at. So that Rizal, does it bring proof to both sides? I thought he was first saying that it's ad seichel. Yeah, I think so. Because on one hand, clearly seeing something is beyond seichel, and that's why it takes so many years. And even with all those years, he still could not fully express it. On the other hand, I'm not spelling it out, but on the other hand, the fact is that through that it would empower a, a, a person to speak a lot and communicate a lot in the comprehension of the thing, because he saw it. Even though he may never end up giving you the full picture, but as a result of this vision that Rizal had, well, well, why is it important to say that he would speak 80 years? It doesn't matter, but it means that it could be that 80 years would would ultimately... Uh, 80, in other words, it, 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 it has the ability to be spoken and spoken and spoken. If he never saw it, he wouldn't speak about it at all. Because he gave material to talk about. Okay. Basically, that's what it means. Yeah, but why 80, not 90? Why don't you say it can't take 80 years? It could take an infinite amount of years. What he's trying to say is that it does create a flow of seichel to speak about. Yeah, it creates material to talk about. Exactly, so but that, that's what he wanted to prove. That riyah, that touch of the etzim ha-seichel, anocha, opens up new channels of communication. That's all he's saying. Yeah, the more a person knows, the more he has material to talk about. It's not the only part. Are you asking or you're... I'm, I'm explaining what he said here. Yeah, I'm asking. Why is that a question? No, because no, because he, he's trying to point out here that you could have an experience that's uh, that's fundamental, like chokhmah, higher than seichel, but it does, but will cause bina to suddenly. No, but not not just the more. It, it, it does channel. It does translate into an into abundance of of a flow of of ideas, of concepts, of explanations, even if it doesn't completely. Uh, Maybe from all angles. He, he said. He said. He says. He said. It, it, it gives you bolide as sung the bin lahasik kol mashaef shalahasik ba'inyan. So any hanach has the same thing though, right? Any hanach can't be judged. Yeah. Completely what? Can't be comprehended completely. Bina will never fully get. No steer, exactly the same thing. Look, look, look. There's a few things he said here. First thing he says that chachma is this concept. The next thing he says this hanacha is higher essentially than seichel itself, right? And when it finally comes into intelligence, it doesn't have that same certitude. That is, I saw it wasn't enough. It was actually a real. Yeah, but it's the same thing. But that's the problem. Pr- making the case before that it's not the same thing. But in this case, in this he's, now he's bringing it back. He's giving an example from Ria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this dimension, it's 
Yeah, before he said it, even without Riyah, there's Hanukkah, even without Riyah. Now he's going, he's saying, Kaneda, give me an example. One second. So the second thing was that Bina is removed from that, and the eights of the solution to get Bina, to have that sense of certitude. That's another word, certitude, like conviction. Certainty. Certitude is another word in English. Certainty, certitude. Yeah. The answer for that is to reconnect to that. Then he's added something else. That by that certitude, that conviction, actually opens up channels of comprehension, even on the level of seichel. And he brings a proof for it, because you see that there's something that he gives, he says, he's going back now to that even though it's higher than comprehension, it adds, it opens up channels and flow of intelligence. Exactly. And from that, we know also for that, no, he's going to conclude. Now, now he's going to say this. We're going to read now. He gave an example from Riyah of Chachma. Before he said Hanoche is lower than Riyah. But now he's going back. But he's saying that Hanoche gives power to the intelligence, like we see with Riyah, with seeing that Rizal saw the, what he saw, Pasha Bolak and Bilam, that, took, that takes 80 years. So you see from this that there's something higher, but it comes, it creates a flow. Well, in other words, that, 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 the explanation Chassidus is giving in 80 years is why is this Priyaz Chaim saying that? Why doesn't he just say that he saw something that can't be explained? If you want to express that. He's saying no. It could be explained. It takes 80 years. So it's telling you two things. That is beyond comprehension a certain way. And even after 80 years it's still beyond. But still it causes a person to begin to communicate. It's not just a private little experience. It will open up channels that, that will continue to flow and flow and flow. Then he says like this. The same thing with the Hanukkah Sichlis, the leg, the resonance, the conviction. It's higher than comprehension, like Riyah. Here he spells it out exactly. Because Hanukkah Sichlis, that leg, that conviction, in Seichel is like the side of Chachma. Actually, but Madrega Tachtenim Emena, like you said right at the beginning of the chapter. The only thing is, it's a lower level within it, but it's similar to it. <clears throat> I'll try to explain what difference in a moment. Let's see what he says here. Why is it lower? Because seeing something is completely higher than Seichel. I guess the Eber Hashab sends that we need this explanation here. So now in the parentheses, yes. Hagam shezo masha be'ein ha'seichel de'belipcha. So be'ein ha'seichel de'belipcha. Is that a lotion somewhere? Ein ha'seichel de'belipcha? Okay. I mean, Pashas, it means belipcha in the heart. Okay. So he's saying, he's now complaining, explaining... He's saying parenthetically here, that just like Ria works this way, that it's higher than Seichel, higher than a comprehension, then it comes down and it empowers comprehension, same thing on even though, more specifically, the conviction, intelligent conviction of something is lower than Ria, because Ria is completely higher than Seichel. So in the parenthesis he says, even though... Ria seeing is what the what it means seeing it means that the sight it doesn't mean physically seeing it means the sight of the eye the eye and the mind like chacham enov bereshe 
What's the end of that pasuk? Chacham ene bereshe. It's a Mishleh, right? Okay. So this is with the Ayin HaSeichel of the Belibcha. This is talking about, he's not talking about as we see, he's talking about how the intelligence sees something. You're certain Chachman, like it sees something. He says the Belibcha, like in your heart. But in the future, it'll be actual sight. Like the sight of the eye. In other words, actually, almost like, exactly like we see with our eyes. Like it says that we will eye to eye, we will see eye to eye with God. Like it says elsewhere. He's just qualifying that he's just saying Ria is higher than Seichel, even though Ria is also Aina Seichel, he says, but Law said they'll actually be actually seeing it physically, like we see physically. It'll be translated into a saga and it'll go down to all the. The other levels in a complete, clear picture. He didn't say that yet. One second. Whereas, that conviction in the mind is an intelligent element. It's not completely higher than intelligence. Only thing is, the primary element is not the, not the logic of it, but the conviction of it. Basically, he's saying there are three levels here there's a level of Riyah. Which is higher than Seichel. You just see something and there's a certain truth in seeing something, a certain right, resonance. Yeah, but it's in the heart. That's what he's qualified. Or Ayana Seichel. Yeah. But, 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 but it is compared to the Asid Lobby when you'll actually see it. So there's, it's higher. Then comes Hanoch. Hanoch is the conviction within Seichel. And then there's the logic within Seichel, the, the logic of it, the mathematics of it, the, the details. Now he's going back. So this was somewhat of like a, uh, I can't say tangent. It was almost like a, a parenthesis, you know, abbreviated. Yeah, he's saying, just like Ria is higher. And it empowers Seichel and opens up channels. Now he's going the same thing. So you have to read it like this. Even though which is higher than Sog, even though it's not as high as Ria, it's still higher. Now he continues. But how does that make sense? And this adds and intensifies power in the intelligence, which is what will be, which is what is comprehended within bina. He's giving now another example. Like we find that there are many very profound ideas. And wondrous, profound, and awesome ideas. They're higher than comprehension. Nevertheless, there's a room for them in Seichel, in intelligence by, by, by wise people. In other words, wise people have a certain sense, certain ideas that are profound and very wondrous and awesome. And they come into form some type of Seichel. This is the in-between stage. It's not the Riyad the Chachma where you actually see something and there's a certain truth in the seeing. It's also not Bina, comprehension. So it's something in between. Because these ideas are not on the level of seeing. And also, besides the fact that they're not here, they also, 
And we also know that it's not Riyah. It's not like seeing it because... Because they have... They have room. They, 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 they can be proven, and they're not logical conclusions, but there's space for them in Seichel. In other words, it's not based on faith, and it's not based on some other force. It's a intellectual intuition, essentially. So it's, it's Seichel, but it's not it's not seeing it, but it's not also completely logical either. It's like you can identify something in a picture of... It's a certain it's a certain intellectual conviction uh, about certain things that are very profound that are not because you saw it. You know, sometimes you see something you may not understand it, but you know it's true. You just saw it. Here, it's not through the sight. There, it's something that is comprehended. <coughs> so the gamdezesh sheeshlem, they have placed bunkum b'seichel. It means like this: seichel doesn't contradict, intelligence doesn't contradict it, but it's not purely driven by a logical formula. That's what he's saying here. And not <coughs> that it's just because I saw it, that's why I know it's true. Rather, this is coming from the the resonating conviction, intelligent conviction of Chachma. Even though this is an intelligence, Going back again, even though this is we're talking now intelligence, his primary, his primary personality, his primary form is anocha, it's that conviction, not its comprehension. And that's why there can be room there, even for things that are higher than comprehension. You have this when you read about the quantum mechanic developments and Einstein's theories. Before he developed the theory, before he wrote the theory of relativity, theory of special relativity, you see in his notes and you see in the different things that he wrote and communicated, he already had a sense of something that was, if he said it to anybody, even after he wrote it, it was seen as not making sense. You know, the fact that he said that time is relative, that light can be bent, etc. There were things that, were that, that, that he sensed. He said, you know, he came up with a concept. He was dreaming. He was dreaming out of the box, basically. Like he was, and he came up with a sense. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, a, a vision of Yecheskel. He saw a chariot in heaven, or he saw God and he knew it was true, or he saw beauty. It was a logical thing. He was developing a scientific theory. At that point, it wasn't yet a theory that could be put into a formula. It couldn't be tested. You couldn't experiment with it. But he had a sense intellectual. So it's something very profound. As Mokim Besechel. But its primary driving force is not the logic yet, it's the sense, the conviction that something is like that. Like observing and saying, there must be something there. Then comes a level where you actually begin to flesh it out, and then you don't have that conviction anymore, it says, unless you reconnect. That's what he's adding here. So before, when he's talking about Hanukkah, he didn't really use this example. This is a new example he's adding that you see by Chachamim, who by intelligent people who have brilliant ideas that are not not seichel, but you can't call them pure logic either. It's an in between place. I, mean, I think it's I think it's understandable. So even though it's seichli, ikris Hanukkah. So you see this subtle place where Chachma plays. He's adding a whole dimension to a certain resonance and intelligence, conviction, 
that exists out there. I would love to see what this is called by by these cognitive thinkers, the ones who think you know how ideas come into play and so on. They must have a name for this. And this goes back to what he said. And through this, because they're such a brilliant concept, they have the, the ability to bring these ideas into comprehension. So in other words, afterwards, after Einstein came up with this convic- conviction, then he sat down and it opened up channels for him to figure out how to prove it, how to, com- how to communicate it, how to turn it into an algorithm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm looking for examples of my own. Uh, sometimes, you know, you have a certain resonating point comes up. And you don't yet necessarily have words for it. But, you know, you have the, 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 the point, And then you begin to write it up and develop it until you can explain it and make a case for it. And this is what Chachm is called the level of Das Elyon. Das Elyon, Das Tachtan, is based on the Pasuk and Shmuel. So the Zaya says, Kel Deus, what's Deus? Plural. It says there's Das Elyon and Das Tachten. I think the first time we ever mentioned it here in this Hampshire, right? So Das Elyon is basically this perspective from above, how God sees things. Das Tachten, how we see things from the perspective from below. So now he's saying, Chachme is the level of Das Elyon. I mean, you can really actually start a new paragraph here if you want to really. Because now he's explaining now. Remember, all this is, came to answer the question, which I believe he answered. This isn't Chachmi Yediyah Sichlis. So how could we say Chachmi is fundamentally a different dimension? Remember, all this is coming to explain space, it's conceptual space. But as I said, you can see clearly this is not just about conceptual space, it's about the interface as well. It's very, very clear. Because almost the same words that he used before about Atzillus, and so on. So what we have is like this. this now, so now he answered the question that Chachmi is... Basically, two opposites. It's seichel, but it's higher than seichel. It's not the higher than the seichel of ri of chachma, which is because you see something, you know it's truth. It's definitely not the higher seichel that he said before. If you remember a few chapters before, before he spoke about on top of page seventy sixty six, where there's no reason at all. Amuna. There's no yidi altogether. We're not talking about just a desire or a connection based on. Something that is not logical. Here we're talking in the world of cognitive. He's introducing another dimension which is called Chochmah. So it's not just diminished Bina. Or Bina is diminished Chochmah. However you want to call it. Meaning it's not just the same. It's not of the same matter. Chochmah has in it a certain type of conviction as well. Hanochi called it. He called it also a form of Siashfus. Um, so now he goes back and says, Okay, so this Chochmah... This is what Chochmah is Das Elyon, which clearly tells you it's a different category, meaning that Bina is Das Tachten. So these are not just two different, these are not two stages of one level. These are very different levels. 
because the Chochmah radiates the infinite divine light, the Yesh Amiti, the ultimate essence of God. It means the level of Atzmah is the essence, which is the level of Yesh Amiti. Yesh Amiti is the word we use when we say, you know, we think we're it, the real it. Who's the real it? Atzmah. And and that what is below, which means that which we can come that comes down in comprehension, this is only merely a reflection. This is from this perspective of Das Elyon, that's the Yeshamiti. And the Ayin is what's lower. Well, anything that's a reflection is nothing. Is is, is is considered like nothingness. It's completely nullified. Completely nullified. Like not like kalo means like kiloi kamoiloi. it like doesn't exist compared to it. Now he's making a qualification in the parentheses. So this is chachma. So chachma is dasalian because from the perspective of this type of conviction. That which comes as a reflection is like nothing, is 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 weak, is almost is ir, ir, insignificant. Qualification he's making is like this. This is not like it says elsewhere. He's saying something more. It's not what it says elsewhere that the dasay and the higher perspective of chachma. What does that mean? That chachma, chachma, the musig hadeil yenim. Chachma comprehends. The, the, the higher perspective. Chachma comprehends how the Ainsaif, the divine essence, the divine is the real Yesh, and everything is nullified compared to it. Because according to that explanation, then Chachma is not the Yesh. Chachma is, recognizes it. Elsewhere it's explained, Chachma is only a reflection. Being that it's a reflection that's bound and connected to its source, therefore, because Chachma is bittel, therefore it's it, it, it comprehends and senses how every how that uh, that that Safe, the, the 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 infinite divine, is the true itness, and everything else is is, is insignificant compared to it. And through Chachma, understanding and appreciating this Chachma itself is in a form of bitl of, of self-worthlessness or insignificance. This is the bitl of the higher Yehudi law. Like Dasali and Das Tachten, Yehudi law is essentially the bitl that comes from Dasali and Yehudi law is the bitl that comes from Das Tachten. Yehudi law is like saying nothing exists. Only godliness. Chutzatot is saying it exists, but it's bitlayesh like it's only um, compared to something higher. It does. It, it, it doesn't. It, it's nullified. But this all is still not what he's saying here. Elsewhere, he's basically saying elsewhere the explanation is chachma is not that chachma is dasalian. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Chachma is dasalian in both places. But the meaning there is that chachma appreciates. That the, that the divine is the essence and the real yesh, and everything else is nullified. And that way, Chachma has bit. But but according to what we just learned here, we discussed here, who the Chachma made Eidin Sof Bechinis Yashamiti. 
Not that Chachma only senses that there's a Yeshamiti out there. That the Chachma radiates this essence, the, the Yeshamiti, the real itness of the divine. The, the real, the true itness, the true essence. So in other words, he's explaining how according to here, Chachma is higher even. There, Chachma, you can say, is more Seichel, but it's a Seichel that's very subtle and refined and has Bittel. And as such, it recognizes something beyond, recognizes that everything is nullified. Here he's saying, in Chachma radiates, the Etzim itself. And according to this way, everything that's, that is called intelligence and comprehension is, is uh, insignificant. In the first way, it's not insignificant. Because Chachma itself is Seichel. But it's a Seichel that appreciates something that's higher. Here, Seichel itself is, is in a way beyond Seichel, basically. Or, the, I'm saying, Chachma itself is that which is beyond Seichel. You understand the distinction between the two places? Basically, two ways of explaining Chachma is Das Elia. Obviously, in the, in the interface, we're, as we see, this is very consistent to the Ayin Beis in general, because Ayin Beis is trying to connect us deeper and deeper to the source. The first explanation, the explanation, the first explanation elsewhere, then basically Chochmah senses something beyond there, but it can't enter there. Here, the fact that we have a conviction in Seichel means we can actually enter into Atzmus. It's a, it makes the interface closer because it means Atzmus actually manifests in Chochmah, not just Chochmah recognizes it. I think it's a, a critical, a critical chiddush here. Look, we're not talking about atzmos, atzmos, we're talking about, but yeah, yeshamiti. We're talking about yeshamiti. Bottom line is, I'll tell you the differences. One is seichel appreciates that which is beyond seichel, and one is that seichel is really beyond seichel, just masquerading as seichel. That's chachma. That's the real difference. If you want to really put it down. It's interface as both. Correct. 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 No, it's not a contradiction. Look, elsewhere he's explaining, he's just making a, com- a comparison. So not just that Seichel is Mechaev higher than Seichel. The truth is Seichel is also beyond. And we see it in the conviction element. This is extremely relevant later in the interface when he talks about Chach Mistimah. This is going to play itself out big time as he develops this, uh, this idea. Wild stuff, Doctor. It is. It's a core component in the whole... Technically, you could just say it's all an explanation of Chacham Bina as Ma'ilamata, technically. But in truth, yeah, it's a very core. It's clearly that. You can see the elaboration is more than just a Ma'ilamata. I'm using it as an example to explain Ma'ilamata. It's very, very clear. Look, he's going let, to, let's sum it up. Let's see. In other words, not Chabad is not Seichel trying to understand the divine. You know, if people say Chesidei Chabad, Chesidei Chagas. Chagas, they work more with emotions, with ritual, with uh, simcha, behavior. Chabad, come to learn, understand. The truth is, that's not the vort. The vort is the opposite. And Chabad, Seichel, Elokus is Malbish also. Even Seichel could be a Kelit Elokus. The vort is connection. Chassidi Chagas try to connect to God, to the divine, through the emotion, right? And we try to connect to the divine through our intelligence. That's the Poshita explanation. I'm trying to say is that it's a lot deeper than that. It's saying that God, it's a Seichel is really a Lekus Malbish in the Elvush called Seichel. It's not Seichel trying to understand the Lekus. That's why he chose Chabad over, over Chagas. Because, because uh, exactly, because God created an intelligent universe that means godliness manifests in Seichel. 
I'm saying it's in much deeper. It's not like two alternative ways. One is, okay, you have two options. You can either connect to God through emotions and not use your seichel. Um, use your seichel, but not your seichel in soga salakus. You know, break your head to understand godliness. Another is, no, we use our heads also. Uh, that's mamat lamayla, two approaches. The fact that God, the, the, the truth is that the God that created the Shtashel is created Chachma bin Adas. Chachma bin Adas is elokus. That's Chachma. is divine Chachma that dressed itself up in Seichel. It's the same God that you have in Kabbalah sale and you have in Midas and everything. But there's also the divine Chagas. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's divine Chagas, but Seichel has, as he says, Chachma has a divine that Chagas never will have. Remember, we said earlier that Chachma is made Bikiruv and Bina Bidichuk and Zor like a Chalain. Midas, because they have Yesh involved, because it's me feeling something, there's not a Keli for it. Chachma becomes the deepest Keli for godliness. I'm just throwing that out as a critical point here. Now we go, okay. So this is what he explains according to here. That's the first uh, simple explanation. Because over there radiates a higher intensity of godliness in, in intelligence. That's I'm saying. Say. I just gave you two ways to explain the, the, what, what Chabad is. And I'm saying is that it's not the first way. The first way is that we're using Seichel also to understand. Not only are we connecting to God through our emotions, we're also connecting through our intelligence. I'm saying here is that that seichel chachma shows that elokus really chachma intelligence itself is really elokus. Elokus, that's exactly. The connection is more profound, it's more deeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. And chachma actually experiences that divine yesh amiti, not just understands that it's there. No, you could still say that it only can relate to it. Doesn't mean that it is it. He's saying he said that b'mokamachet. He explains that it only sees it. It comprehends it, but it's not it. It only is bottled to it. Here he says that's actually it. We just said yeah. And now he continues. He's talking about Dasa in Chachma. And when when the transmission of Chachma transmits. And enters into Bina, Nikrash Bosa Chokma Ayin, Vayin Mkhinza Anochus Sichlis. Then that's when Hashbar Chokma is called Ayin. He's going back to Yeshma and Ayin of Chokma Bina. So from the Chokma's perspective, the Yesh, it's Yesh. It is the Yesh. And Bina is Ayin. But when it comes now into Bina, from Bina's perspective, the Ayin is now Chokma. And what is that? The Because Bina can only relate to the concept, to the comprehension of the concept, like I said, to the mathematics, to the, to the logic of it. It doesn't relate to the conviction of it. Because what's understood in Bina is only the external part of the Seichel. So in the Nekuda of Chochmah, basically you have two parts. You have the conviction of it because it senses its source. It's connected to its source, so it's a conviction. That's why you're so sure. That's why you have the surety, the, the certitude. And there's another part in this spark of Chachma, which is the Seichel of it. That results from that certitude, which is the logic of it. And Bina only relates to that part of the the, the second part. The intelligence within the Nekuda, within the spark, within the point. But the upleg, the conviction, the resonance, that's in the essence of the 
point of the intelligence. That's an ayin. It's like a an unknown. I don't know what that is. Ayin. Which means it's a concealed state that's not comprehended in Bina. So when the person who only has, let's say, Bina, not Chachmeh, will say, how, do you, how are you so sure? You say, I'm sure. How are you so sure? Bina cannot come to it unless, as he said, you return to, you get to that point where you can actually explain it to a point of that type of certain. But how are you so sure? Now he's going back. So now that we establish Chachmeh is a different entity. But this entity, as we said before, also empowers Bina. So now it goes back, right? We said it, it makes a flow of intelligence. But Komokim, nevertheless, even though Chachm is higher fundamentally than comprehension, as you just elaborated, nevertheless, this is the primary source and cause for the comprehension of Bina. Like we said earlier, we spoke about that that the Hanukkah Sichlis, this resonance, this conviction, gives power into comprehension. Let me see practically. A person who's convinced of something. Let's say they come to a, let's say, you know, you know, uh, you have a problem, you came to an idea. You'll spend all night and all day, now you're motivated because you say, I know that it's correct, and now I want to demonstrate it. So you're going to spend overtime to, to, to and it's going to be a flow of intelligence coming out of it. The Be'em is Bechol HaSkola Chadosha, Kameshi Ibn Akudis HaSkola. And the parenthesis is, yes, in truth, every new concept, every new idea, as it is in the Nukudah, in the point. Its primary element there is an upleg, is the, the resonance, is the conviction. And that precisely is the cause of the intelligence and the comprehension. He's adding now, the truth is, every idea works that way. But it's more obvious. It's increasingly more obvious when you're dealing with the emic, the depth and inner dimension of a seichel canal. Like he spoke about the chachamim. He's saying every idea... No, he's saying every idea. It means even a scientific idea. The concept, the concept. We're talking about the the chachma part of it. Is a hanoch. It's primarily a conviction. But when it comes to a emik primis, I mean, the word emik primis. He began looking. If you look at the top of the page, I am based. He's used the words book kushabal emik primis einyan. Basically, saying even when you have an you have a superficial idea that comes to your mind, meaning, you know, not not let's say a big problem that you're going to dig deep. Let's say you just you know an idea falls into your mind. There too, this really conviction is the key element, and then it comes into seichel. But it's even more obvious when it comes to a very deep idea because something you struggled with, let's say, you know, a real dilemma, and you come to a depth of it. There it's even obvious. Or the story with Arizal, where he saw something so profound. My point is that he's just saying, he's just qualifying, he's just trying to explain that you have nine a days of five days. <laughs> 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 
Kedesh Milabagame. Yeah, Kedesh Milabagame without a Vav. Then there's Kadesh. So you pronounce the. I've always wondered, sometimes you pronounce the C. Kadesh and how do you say Kadesh with a Vav, Kadesh without? Say Kadesh and Kadesh, or you both Kadesh? Kadesh and Kadesh. Kadesh. So the Vav after, like it's a, like a kilo of Vav, like a malup, like a Chelem after the Kuf, or it's after the Dal? Okay. Kadesh or Kadesh? I think so. I think you're right. Kadesh. Yeah. So Kadesh, this is the level where Chachm is called Kadesh. Kadesh. Meaning Kuf, after the Kuf, Kadesh. Kadesh would be Kuv Dalad and then Kadesh, the Vav is the, has the Chalim in it. What does it mean differently? Kadesh Mili means when something's on its own. He's going to explain it's a completely separate entity. Kadesh is ready when it's Hamshach the Vav. He's saying something, I'm sanctify something. Oh, so, so, so. There's, there's no, the sanctification of something, t- turning it, sanctifying it, there's something that is fundamentally sacred. Shemat is Shabbos Ki Kadeshu, He. Protect the Shabbos because it's holy. What, what is Kadesh? Says, if you do it, the Shabbos will give you Mechim Da'abbas. No, Shabbos is the revelation of Mechim Da'abba. We spoke about that. Higher than Ishtalshvus. Chochmah. The Isa B'Zeir, and it says in Zeir, Kedesh, Humila B'Garmeh. Kedesh is a word that stands on its own. When you say, for example, the word Kadesh, you have to say something is Kadesh. This thing is holy. When you see Kedesh, it's like a word, a level that stands on its own. The Pirish Kedesh, Hayesh, Muvdal. Because Kedesh means that it's separate from. Muvdal. Like the Inyan of Avdallah, when you separate one thing from another, it means that you're not mixing. One thing is not mixing with something that's similar to it. Even with the thing that may seem and appear that it's similar. Similar to Kedesh. Um, uh, synonymous with it, or kedema, or bedema love, or similar to it. Medover, I'm sorry. Davdola medover. When you say something is separate from something, to say something is, let's say, to say that 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 the two plus two is four is separate from apples and oranges. You call avdola, not in the same world. You don't need to separate them. Something that is separate from something that's completely not in, it, in, in proportionate in the same world, it's not a separation. Like we can't say that a person is separate from an animal. It's not in the same category, not in the same league. When can you say Avdallah is, rather when you say something is separate from something that's proportionate, commensurate. So you could say one thing is separate from another. Like when you say in a wise person that he's a great, he's a brilliant chacham, awesome, wondrous, and separate. So you say that even from other wise people he's beyond them. So they're at least in the same league. They're all talking about chachamim. Well, let's finish one second. He's discussing it. To say that a person is brilliant and say he's separate from simple people, you know, you're not, he's not capable of saying he's separate. They're not at all in the same league. 
They're not from the same erech, they're not in the same proportion. Or Mahusa is the same personality at all. He's adding, but Mahusa Seichel. He's not trying to say they don't have any qualities. In Seichel, right. In Seichel, they're not Chachamim. This is a scholar. You're talking about a sage. Kim, where could you say Abdullah? Rather, Chacham that have that at least in the same league, they're, they're, they're intelligent people and scholars and sages. You can say that he's separate from. So I'm going to go back to Kaddish and it's Kaddish, uh, Kaddish, Kaddish in a second. The Daf Kaldovish Yeshe is a Dimyan Nefalash Navdala. Specifically on something that has some similarity, can you say the expression Havdala separate? Shimi Yesu Demelo, that even though they're, they're similar, nevertheless, they don't mix. He doesn't mix with it. And now he's bringing it back. The same thing is now with the separation of Chachmah. They separate from being understood in Seichel, from being comprehended in intelligence. We're not talking about the, the vision of Chachmah, like you said earlier. That's not in the level of Seichel. That's not intelligence. You're seeing something. The sight is what's powering it. It's not the intelligence of it. It's not in the level of comprehension. So you can't say Avdala. Where could you say this of Avdala of Kadesh on the on the Seichel of Chachma, the intelligence Chachma, even though it has a similarity to the comprehension of Bina, in truth it's it's separate. From the comprehension of being. Why? Because the real essence of the Seichel of Chachma on its own is really higher. True truth, it's higher than comprehension. It's in a form of resonance, a form of conviction. And, what he's, what, and, and, and the fact that it's, at the end of the day it's still Seichel intelligence, and then comes into comprehension. That which comes into comprehension is not the essence of this intelligence. Only the outer dimension. That comes through a concealment. Through a diminishment canal, as he said earlier. Not here, in, in a few chapters back. And also, to say this, is in a form of separation, who is also because comprehension is adding now another point. He's bringing out how Chachm is an in between place. Ria seeing and even higher, is, you can't even call it separate. You say Kaddish, you're saying Kaddish, you're saying it's. It stands on its own. Well, what are you negating? You're negating because it could. You could think it has similarities. So you're saying no, it's beyond. And now he's adding an explanation behind that. After the first, the first thing he said because chacham is mainly the conviction. Now he's saying comprehension by definition means that you com- you get you that the. What's the Mishyachid? It's a new thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a new thing. But what is he saying? It's a combination. That's what you're saying. Okay, it could be. It doesn't say that. What's Adover Shemishyachid? Yeah. Amdovashem Mishachid is what? 
Bina. Okay, so the thing that's com- the, the comprehension is becoming one with the thing it's comprehending. Why is that? In other words, he's adding a very important dimension here. In other words, when you comprehend something, you are becoming one with the thing you're comprehending. And Chachmi, you'll see, it's not that way. Yeah, because you're comprehending, because because comprehension means that you manifest within containers. An internalized, integrated type of energy. That's total fusion, total union. But that which is separate from comp- from comprehension, meaning the hanoche, the, the the conviction, that's in the form of separation. And this is the level of a reflection that's not nitfus, that's not graspable and not comprehensible at all. Just radiates above of his intelligence and of his comprehension. And this is the union of what? Yeah. This is the union of Shemesh and Safa Gabayayin. There's a few laws regarding when you have oil, which rises, as we know, above water for sure, but even above wine. So water that floats, Shetzafa Gabayayin, so you have, let's say, not water, I'm sorry, oil. Oil that's floating on top of wine. So it has different shallows. There's a shallow actually about Akira Hanoch also. Whether you remove it, is it removable? Are they one liquid? Or is it actually like two substances? But there's also the din with tumah. If, for example, the wine is is not pure wine, does it contaminate the 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 the, the oil? So in Pedic Beis, chapter two, right, exactly. Do they mix or not? So in chapter two of Tful Yem is a Mishnayis Mishnahei that Rabbanus Rileim She'en Echibur. The Rabbanon, the sages, the rabbis say they hold that it's not they're not connected. Because wine is bina. That's already the root of ishtalshlos. Oil is a level of chokhmah, which is higher. As he said, moichin abba before is higher than ishtalshlos. He's now adding now. Yeah. Yeah, right. Now he's adding. Which level of Chachmah are we talking about? He's qualifying again very thoroughly. This is the higher level of Chachmah. That's higher because Chachmah is sometimes called water. Now we're suddenly calling Chachmah oil. The water of Chachmah is the outer dimension of Chachmah. That's the intelligence within Chachmah. And the outer dimension of it. And oil, we can say, is the level of Oyer. Light, which is like shemen here, that's higher than water. That does not mix. So we have the Rabbonin hold that there's no connection. Meaning there's another opinion that there is. The Rabbonin, which is probably the halacha like them, that it's not connected. Which means, because Chachma Bina, going back to the case that he's making here, Chachma Bina are absolutely two distinct entities. And the Ramaz and Zayar Pasha Emer. Chapter, page 94b, writes in the name of the Kutetera of the Arizal, that there is in the Dikna in the, in the beard, meaning in the hair of the beard, Dikna, Yudgimotikuni Dikna, Zokan, Dikna is Aramaic for Zokan, a beard. There's two levels. First level, first is the level of hair. 
and that's the mitzvahs of Ima, Ima Bina, the mother. And then the second is, no, is the hair itself. There's two levels. There's the hair itself, that's Ima Bina, and there's the energy with inside the hair, which is going to discuss a lot later. This is the Shemen Atev, meaning Shemen Atev, that is a tave that, that pours from, the, it, it's talking about the oil, the good oil, the fine oil that, that pours from his beard. For whom it sees Abba, and that's the level of Abba, Shemen. Yeah, that's where he discusses this. Two hundred and four. Remember, we discussed yeah. this thing. Yeah. So we see from all of this. Move on. Move on. So from all this, we all this we can understand. is higher than right from Bina. It's not just there's more energy that that's fundamentally higher than Bina. All started right. In, it would be more air, then it would be, wouldn't be a separate thing, right? Yeah, where did it begin, the subject? Yeah, yeah, I think it began... Lamed Zayin, Lamed Zayin, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because yeah. I wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Let's read the Kitzer, and we'll stop. Omnom, however, Be'emes gama sikhli d'chachmu ha'anochis sikhlis. Truth, however, the truth is that even the seichel of chachma, the intelligence of wisdom, who it's the conviction of seichel shehu mitfises etzim shalemayel masog. They grasp the essence that's higher than comprehension. He says clearly that's lower than the level of seeing. And the intelligence of it, the comprehension of it, that's the external dimension. I'm sorry, the intelligence within Chochmah is the external dimension of Chochmah. And that's why that which Leitzach, which he feels he's convinced of in the spark, in the point of the concept in Chochmah, is not necessarily, it's possible that it should not, Leitzach, it should not be so, the conviction shouldn't be in the comprehension level. And there are things, there are many, there are, there are many, there are. Okay, but he means here, like, so meaning the attack of conviction. That means by settle. And there are many, there are many, there are, there are several things, there are several awesome ideas that are higher than comprehension, and they still have a room in intelligence of. Wise people, and this anoche, this leg, this conviction, this resonance, adds power in the intelligence. What's comprehended in bina? That's the seichel, the intelligence part. This conviction is a level of ayin that's beyond That's not comprehended. Only, but only adds power. In intelligence, and this is what Chachm is the higher intelligence, the higher perspective. Because it, because it radiates the the, essence, the divine itness, Yeshamiti of the essence, in a form of Atmi, essence. And which comes down in comprehension is only a reflection that is nullified and is insignificant compared to the source. Kedush, and that's why it's called Kedush. Because even the lower level of Chachme is also fundamentally higher than comprehension. And does not mix with the levels lower. Like the, the oil that floats on top of the wine. 
And somewhere else he explains he's adding now something he doesn't say in the prim. So elsewhere he says shemen shemen saturates in everything. When you put something in oil, it, it saturates everything. You know, it's not huh? permeate saturates. Yeah, the ain't a and it does not, but it does not mix. Who kaddish kashem? So it's it 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 goes everywhere, but it doesn't become one with everything. And that's the level of en kaddish kashem. Nothing is kaddish. He says kaddish here. He probably means kaddish. Okay, there's nothing is kaddish like God because God is completely everywhere, but separate from. So you see clearly that chachme is a reflection of that type of higher dimension. So it's even Kaddish, okay, even the lower level. It's above, because it's above, because it, it, it could still bring down the excitement to... It mixes uh, with this. So when it says lower, means the Riyah of Chochmah, we don't even call separate from, right. the side of Chochmah. But Chochmah, the, the primary part of Chochmah, the uplake, the conviction, that is also separate from Bina. That's like the wine, the, the oil on top of the wine. Okay, we'll stop here. Um, so we did chapter 42. Pages 71 through 70, to the top of 74.